Okay, exclusive 90.1 Israelite Radio. Brother Israel? Yes, sir. Good evening, everyone. This is a Tuesday night Bible study class on 90.1 Israelite Radio. What we are going to get into today, well, last time, last time I was teaching was two weeks ago. I was talking about, uh, I was specifying <clears throat> who the 12 tribes were and who uh, they are, who uh, who the 12, tri- 12 tribes were back then and who they are known to be now. And so uh, we're going to start off with Genesis chapter 49 verse 3. And it starts off, Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellence of dignity, and the excellence of power, unstable as water, and thou shalt not excel, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defilest thou it. He went up to my couch. So he defiled his father's bed. Hence why he's in predicting Reuben is the Seminole, uh, Sem- Seminole Indians. That's your uh, Australians. And then verse 5, we got Simeon and Levi, our brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. Simeon and Levi, that's Dominican and Haitian. The instrument of cruelty are in their habitation. That instrument is Uru. When they got shipped over from West Africa, they brought along that voodoo that they were, because uh, where they were shipped over from, uh, Benin, Benin, however you want to pronounce it. Um, there's a, there's a, there's really like an arch. And it's, it's called the door uh, of no return. And it's the birthplace. It's literally, uh, uh, their, their actual tradition there is voodoo. And so um, Levi and Simeon, they brought literally that over with them when they came over and to where they are now, which is uh, Haiti and uh, Dominican Republic. Oh, my soul. Come now, thou into their secret, into their assembly, my honor, be not united, be not thou united, for in their anger they slew a man, and their self, they dig down a wall. Curse be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel, I will divide them in Jacob. And scatter them in Israel. Hence why they are. They're divided on the same island. If you guys notice that. And separated. 
to separate from Israel. That's is also they have their own line. It's literally uh, Haitian. It's uh, Haiti, and then on the other side you have Dominican Republic. One other. Verse eight. We got Judah. Thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thy enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. That right there is explaining. Um, well, the first part, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. When he says thy brethren, is talking about the twelve tribes, all twelve tribes: Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, uh, Zebulon. Well, Judah, of course, is the one we're talking about. But Zebulon, Issachar, uh, Gad, Asher, Natali. Ephraim, Manasseh, uh, Benjamin shall praise thy and uh, thy hand shall be in the neck of thy enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down and he crouched as a lion and as an old lion who shall rose him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. <clears throat> now, I, when I explain this first time, the scepter you could think of as when um, <clears throat> uh, what the um that mallet a judge has, you know, to uh that he pounds when he's done giving. You know the sentence or whatever, and it's final. That's pretty much what the scepter is in here. What the scepter is, it's like his staff, his staff of control, shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and to him shall the gathering of the people be. Dad, I have a question. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, now, Shiloh, that's Christ. Yep. Why does this, what, what's Shiloh? Why does it say Shiloh? Shiloh. Shiloh, Shiloh. That's just another title. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got Elohim and, you know, uh, okay. there's different titles. Like yeah. Okay. And to him shall the gathering of the people be. Binding his foul unto his foil unto the vine, and his ass's coat unto the choice vine. He washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. Yeah, his true. eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. Yeah, that's that's just given the description of uh, Christ right there. Christ does come out of the wines of Judah. Um, we got verse 13, oh, for those of you guys that didn't know, I also didn't get to say it, but Judah is your, uh, your Negroes that's in America today, but that's, uh, the tribe of Judah. Thirteen, we got, uh, Zebulon. Zebulon is a Panam uh, Panamanians and uh, the 
Colombians. Zebulon shall dwell at the uh, haven of the sea, and he shall be for a haven of ships, and his borders shall be unto Zidon. And if you guys know the Panamanian, the, the Panama Canal is like the main export import the uh, shipping docks. Yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, to specify that, um, that's what the um, haven of the seas. Um, it's almost like you know how Puerto Rico they have a rich port. Well, the Panama that that area is. A lot richer than the well, Puerto Rican port, pretty much. That's why it's called the ha- the Haven of the Sea. He shall be for a haven of ships. Ships always go there. That's the main. Pl- that's what ships are looking for when they go to dock their uh, ships. Fourteen is Issachar. Issachar is your Mexicans. Ishikar is as strong as couching down between two burdens. Now, if you if you look at the Mexican logo, they are actually a don is two donkeys and a Mexican with a sombrero on. If you actually look up the logo of the Mexicans, the, yeah. Oh, Ishikar. Actually, um, hold on. Let me check to see if I have this really quick. If um, if I have this photo, I'll put up a photo of the troll tribes with their symbols on it. After the um, after the uh, lesson, I will do that. Because mm-hmm. I was just looking at that before um, I actually started this. And he saw that rest was good in the land that was pleasant and bowed his shoulder to bear and became a servant unto tribune. We got uh, Dan, 16, well, uh, I won't go too much into this one, because... Uh, yeah, 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 leave, leave that one alone. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not... Dan is just the turkey people. They're no longer part of 12 tribes. I'm just going to let you know that. You won't see Dan... In Revelation, so I'm in Revelation, so I'm not gonna even go into them now. But they are your turkey people. Uh, you gotta, we're gonna go right over to um, verse 19. Gad, now Gad, Gad means a troop, a troop of people. It's, and uh, Gad is your uh, Native Americans. The native that was in uh in uh, America before you know it was America. That that's uh your guys all. And when I say um Native Americans, I don't mean because I I know there's a lot of different tribes of Native Americans. They're all one blood. So the whole tribe, the whole lot, every single tribe separated together is the tribe of Gad. A troop shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. And the reason why I say uh, a troop overcame him, because um, if you, if uh, I forget what part the of the book, U.S. Um, cavalry, 
Christopher Columbus, Spaniards overcame them, but yet they overcame at the last because out of all the tribes, who the one is who 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 got their own land? At least they got their they got their own reser- tax free reservations. Not only that, they got casinos. That's overcoming at the last. Cause this is the last. This is the last, and none of the other tribes then, got their own land, really. Even then, it's still not their land. Yeah, yeah, but at least they don't have to pay taxes. But they, but. they still have, <laughs> according to the world, it's called reserved. Yeah, re- reservation. Right? So yeah. Technically, you can say it is, but it's still it's not their land. Not fully, not the way it's supposed to be. Um, we got verse 20 out of Asher. Asher is your Brazilian, Venezuelan. Out of Asher, his bread shall be fat. And he shall yield royal danities. Dad, can you specify what danities is for me really quick? Uh, royal attire. Royal, um... Asher, um, it says Asher shall dip his foot in oil. I mean, yeah, dip his foot in oil. Um, Venezuela is one of the major oil developing countries. And they are royalty. That's because when you, if you, if your, if your land produces oil, you're rich, you're wealthy. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that makes sense. It makes real. Yep, I understand. I see where you're coming from. Same thing with Brazil. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> we got a uh, Neptali. Neptali is your Hawaiians, your Simono- uh, Samoans. Neptali is a hind let loose. He giveth gooey words. You got, um, here it says uh, Joseph, but um, out of Joseph comes Ephraim. Ephraim is your Puerto Rican. And yeah, Manessa also comes from Joseph. Um, that's your Manessa. Um, your Cubans. But they, uh, right now, they only have it as Joseph right now. Yeah, in the book of Revelations, Early. it'll, it'll yeah, just say Ephraim. They uh, separate it to where Joseph is no longer. Actually, no, Joseph is still in there, but um, they add um, Ephraim and Manasseh. Uh, we have Joseph is a fruitful bunch, even a fruitful bunch by a well whose branches run over the wall. That is, now Joseph is a fruitful bunch whose branches run over the wall. That's because you can just about, you know what I'm saying, touch um, a Puerto Rican. And next thing you know, they got a whole damn futuristic of kids. They got a village. That's their branches going over the wall. And they stay together. You, it's hard to separate Joseph. Joseph, it's hard to separate. It's hard to separate the uh, the, the Manasseh. It's hard to separate uh, the Cubans. 
for example, you see a Puerto Rican see another Puerto Rican compared to a nigga on the street, that Puerto Rican is going to go straight to that Puerto Rican, even though it's a stranger, but over the fact that it's a Puerto Rican and not a, 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 a nigga. That's how close they are. Like uh, another example, when a Puerto Rican starts speaking Spanish, right? And then another Puerto stranger noticed that that Puerto Rican is actually speaking Puerto Rican because all Spanish people don't speak the same Spanish. As soon as they recognize the dialect, they it's like they automatically click. And they can have a whole conversation. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Plenty of times living with a Spanish family. Uh, the archers have uh, sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow, a doe, in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. For thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Um... We are going to go into 26. That's continuing on. 25, actually. Even by the even by the God of thy Father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, and blessings of the deep, that layeth under blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The Father hath prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. That's because uh, Joseph actually, um, Joseph's the one that got sold into uh, his Egypt. brother sold them into Egypt. He was the first one to be in the land of uh, Egypt. And he happened to... Uh, um, not only was he the first one to go into the land of Egypt, he also was the first one to help uh, uh, the Most High help for him to survive by helping Pharaoh. Seven years of famine and seven years of plentiful. That was Joseph that uh, helped him uh, interpret that dream to where they were able to survive that. Because you got to understand, Joseph was in that land. So for it, it was in Joseph's best benefit to do that for him to survive himself. <clears throat> he didn't do it for Pharaoh, he did it for, for himself. Um, we got 27, verse 27, Benjamin, Benjamin, uh, Benjamin is your Jamaicans. Benjamin shall, uh, And your Rihanna's, which is the West Indians. And your what? Uh, Rihanna, the West Indians, the Barbados, and young. Oh, yeah, Barbados, your West Indians, your, uh, the, the, that part of the uh, Caribbean. Yeah, that's the West Indians. That's over there. You know, Grenada and uh, Trinidad and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
shall ravine as a wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. And that's Benjamin. If you you listen to their music, hey, you have you have a conversation with a, a Benjamite before? It really seemed like they fighting with you. Literally. Even in their songs. Even if they're in their songs, it sounds like they fighting. Even when they dance, it looks like they fighting. <laughs> they're the only ones that took over one of the slave ships. Um, uh, Alright, it says 28. Verse 28. All these are the 12 tribes of Israel, and this is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them everyone according to his blessings he blessed them and he charged them and said unto them I am to be gathered unto my people bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of uh, Ephraim the Hittite in a cave that is in the field of Machpelah which is before memory in the land of Canaan, which Abraham brought, bought with the field of Ephraim, Ephron, the Hishite, for possession of a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah, his wife. And there I buried Leah, the purchase of the field and of the cave that is therein was from the children of Heth. And when Jacob had made an end of commanding his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed and yielded up the ghost and was gathered unto his people. And that's the end of that book. And our next book, we are going to go into Exodus right before we went into Egypt, which is uh, Exodus 3, um, looks like I have it for 14, we're going to go to 3, 1, and now I'll get to 14. Exodus 3, 1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed meaning that the bush it, 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 it was on fire but it was not being it, was, it wasn't burning and Moses said I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and he said Moses Moses and he said here I am 
Here am I. That's what he said. Here am I. And he said, Draw nay hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is a holy ground. And that was literal. He had to take his shoe off because he was in the presence of uh, uh, the Lord himself. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry by reason of their past masters. For I know the sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And to bring them up out of that land. Unto a good land and a large. Unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Unto the place of the Canaanites. And the Hishites. And the Amorites. And the Parasites. And the Hewites. And the Jesuits, those are all just different uh, tribes of uh, Africans over there that was in that land. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of children is the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptian oppressed them. Come now, therefore, I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I, that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And we are now on 14, chapter 3, verse 14 in uh, Exodus, where uh, I gives out his name. And this is, there's only, I believe, one other time that he says this exactly like this. And that is, uh, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am, which translate to Ahia, ancient Phoenician Hebrew, which is the language that was being spoken by uh, the twelve tribes back then, was Phoenician Hebrew. Therefore, anything else that was translated that wasn't 
Phoenician Hebrew uh, is not his name. Uh, verse 15, And God said, Moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto children, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord, God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. So that is his name forever, since it was given, that's been his name. Since it was given to Moses, it's never changed. He didn't say it was going to change. He didn't say for six months. He didn't say for a year. He said, this is my name forever. I'm going to read that one more time. And God said, moreover unto Moses, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, that's all 12 tribes of Israel, that's Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Zebulon, Issachar, Gath, Asher, Natali, Ephraim, Manasseh and Benjamin. The Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, which is Israel, <clears throat> have sent me unto you. This is my name forever. Again. That is his name forever. It's never changed. It's always been I am that I am. Ahaya. It's always been Ahaya. It's always been an ancient Hebrew. Forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. And that specific place is still the same way. Probably like in a little ruin, but it's still there. That's where it was given. That's his memorial unto all. It will be that way for all generations. Now we're going to go into... um. Oh, I want to go... Um. I just want to make a point. I'm going to go back to uh, Genesis 9.18. 19 because uh, there you actually because I know some people get confused as to what line uh, we specifically come out because I know it you know it has three sons right so Genesis 9:18. try to do this really quick because I only have uh, 30 minutes left The sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Those are uh, Noah's uh, three sons. Now the line of Shem, Shem. Uh, you uh, whenever you hear anti-Shem uh, Semite, right? It's not Semite. It's really Shemite because there was no sh- Sem. The son was the son name wasn't Samuel Shem. That's the line of where the Hebrews come from. The pro tribe. That's where Jacob's come from. Is Shem. Jacob comes from Je- uh, Shem. 
you got ham, which is the one that was messed up in the head, which did the unthinkable and went to his father, right? That's your Africans. And then your, your Jaff, Jaffet, that's a, that, um, the Ishmaelites come out of Jaffet, right? Uh, yes, that's all of the other races come from Jaffet. Amalek, Canaanites, I mean, I can't, I Caucasians and stuff like that. Moabites, uh, which are they come from? They they are incest. That go. That's another story. But yeah. Uh, all right, and uh, Japheth, your uh, everybody else, your Ishmaelites, your um, your Caucasians, your Khazars, your Germans, your your uh, what are your Japanese, Koreans, all them, Orientals, if you will. Now we can get back to where I was. Continuing on, we are going back to Exodus 19, verse 1. Exodus 19, verse 1. What's going on here? And that starts off with... Uh, Actually, it's 20. It's 20. Excuse me. That first one. Now, this is, uh, God, this is, um, what God wanted after, uh, this is being brought of the house of bondage. This is everything we was doing after. This is everything we was doing in the house of bondage. Now that uh, I is telling us not to do, and God spake all these words, saying, "I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no gods before me." Meaning, there should be no other gods at all whatsoever. They should be praising. It's the only one. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above. You guys should not be making any any type of images or or replicating something. That's uh, supposed to be holy at all whatsoever. Like uh, when someone, like for example, your churches, they try to uh, replicate Jesus, Yeshaya. You shouldn't be trying to replicate that. You should try to make something to remember him by. Or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above. Or that is in the earth beneath. Meaning dead too. If something is dead. Let it stay dead. I'm sorry to say. But that's exactly how that's put there. If it's dead. Let it stay dead. Let the earth take care of it. Or that is in the water underneath the earth. 
shall not bow down. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children, visiting the iniquities, visiting the sins of the fathers upon the children, visiting the transgression of the law of the fathers upon the children I just said that in three different ways and it means the same thing all three of them I'm going to reread that thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the inequity of thy fathers upon the children visiting the sins visiting the transgression of the law of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me unto the third and fourth generation the generation before us and the generation that's here now And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. He shows mercy to them that uh, love him and keep his commandments. Meaning, you could hate him, you're still going to get judged whether or not you believe him or not. You're just not going to get that mercy that uh, he shows the thousands that love him and keep his commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. That especially goes for your atheists. Because your atheists think, oh, well, if I don't believe in I, nothing can happen to me. You are so wrong. You are far, far from right. You're most likely going to get it the worst. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Remember the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is not Sunday. The Sabbath day, Sunday's uh, that's an Egyptian um, sun god. It's Sunday. That's why it's called Sunday. Yeah, you can read about that in Ezekiel chapter eight. Yeah, that knowing that um, also um, yeah, the Saturday is the actual uh sabbath day even if you think about it if you think about your head and you listen and you say the word saturday and then say the word sabbath day it it's like self-explanatory a toddler could put that two and two together and come out with four 
it's as simple as that. That's honestly the easiest one I would think that everyone could remember. Just compare Saturday and Sabbath day. They sound exactly alike. Literally, it's not that hard. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, keep it holy. It explains right now. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath day. Of the Lord thy God, in it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. So that's um. Alright. And shall do no man of work. For those of you, you know, that's not able to actually do that, you don't really have to worry about that as much just next time. Actually, not even that, just make sure, you know, you pray, you know, have understanding, because uh, we are still. If, if, you're, if you're working, you're still in slavery. You can't not go to work. Even if you're scheduled to go to work, you cannot not go to work. Because then you'll get fired. The Lord will understand that. You don't have to worry about breaking that and being uh, punished for it. But also, at the same time, you got to take the part, the initiative to pray and explain that to a high himself. I can't, I can't tell you that's okay. No, you have to explain your situation to him as to why. When you can't uh, follow by something and you want to try to do the most high as much as you can and you just cannot do it, don't just brush it off. Take the time when you have the chance, you know, um, and pray to him and let him know. And actually have a conversation as to why you know like like as if you're talking to your father have have an understanding but never just brush it off for in a for in a sixth day the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is and rested the seventh day wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee that's self-explanatory. I shouldn't have to explain what's under thy father and thy mother, but I'm going to because um, there are people that really don't understand what that is. And what that is, is that's actually respecting your mother and your father. That's actually uh, not going against them, but taking heed of what they said. Respecting what they say. Whether you like it or not. Whether you're a grown person or not, it doesn't matter how old you get, they are still your mother and your father. Yes, you could sin. 
being a 50 year old disrespecting your father that would be a sin that would go against a highest word it doesn't matter how old you get you still have to honor thy father and thy mother that the days may be long upon a land which the Lord thy God giveth thee Verse 13, thou shalt not kill. That's self-explanatory. Don't kill. Of course, that's another man. Right? Because, you know, if, if you're not able to kill an animal, then how are you going to eat? Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, which is uh, not lie against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet um, thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his oxen, nor his ass nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Do not be jealous of what your neighbor has. Humble yourself with what you have. Worry about with what you have. Don't care about what anyone else has. If it was meant for you to have, you will have it. Don't worry about it. Verse 18. And all the people saw that the thundering thunderings and the lightning and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking and when people saw it they moved and stood afar off and they said unto Moses speak thou with us and we will hear but let not God speak with us lest we die and Moses said unto the people fear not for God is come to prove you and that his fear may be before your faces that ye sin not and the people stood afar off and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was uh, and the Lord said unto Moses thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven ye shall not make with me God of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar. Actually, I'm going to stop at that right there. I'm going to explain that really quick. Because that's exactly what they did. It said, ye shall not make with me gods of silver, neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. Which is exactly what they did when Moses was up getting the laws for them. And they couldn't wait 40 days. And so they happened to make two golden calves out of gold, golden uh, earrings and chains and stuff like that and decided to make that their gods that took them out of Egypt. And we're going to stop right there because I'm at 648. That makes it 748. That's 12 more minutes. Um, uh, got to... Um, Um, I want to 
get to the question and comments if anybody have any questions and comments. If anybody over on 90.1 Israelite Radio have any questions or comments, please put your questions or comments down below. If anyone in the chat here have any questions or comments, you guys could uh, ask your questions or comment on anything that I said so far. Nope, no question in college. Alright, I guess we'll keep going a little bit then. Okay, did you check over on 90.1? Hold up. If you guys, 90.1 Israelite Radio, if you got any questions or comments, put them down below. Brother Israel is going over there to read your questions and comments. Brother Israel, I had a question. Yes, ma'am. Um, so we celebrate, I'm sorry, so we recognize and, and everything on the Sabbath, which is on a Saturday, which is agreed upon. But why do we actually start on Friday, being that Sabbath is actually Saturday? sundown Friday because um um the day don't start till the sun go down yeah the day don't start till the sun goes down so like uh when the sun came up when uh the sun went down today it was Wednesday already Tuesday was over when the sun went down today okay so, like, right now, as we're, as we're speaking, it's actually, it will be considered Wednesday. Yeah, the same way, you know how they say the Gregorian uh, count, well, the Earth says, oh, the next day is 1 o'clock at midnight. But ain't nothing changed. The, you know what I'm saying? The day starts when yeah, the sun goes down. The, it's, it's how the calendar has it. It's how, it's how they have the time system and calendar set up and stuff like that. Why they have it set up like that. But, um, if, if, um... See, the way Moses... The, the way Moses and the way we tell the time between the days is the sun and the moon. Actually, for example, we'll go back to, um, right before I read the comments, we go to, um, Genesis, Genesis 1, actually. And if you notice, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. So before there was even light, it was dark. And um, so that that's a representation. So it, it being, it's explaining it right there at the beginning, it was dark. And this is the first day of creation. And then when the light came up, then there was light, and it said God saw the light was good, that it was the, uh, good, and he, God divided the light from the darkness, and he called the, God called the light day, 
in the darkness he called night. In the evening and the morning were the first day. Notice how he said the evening and the morning was the first day. It didn't say the morning and then the evening was the first day. The evening and then the morning was the first okay. day. Yep, that's what I was looking for. That's Genesis chapter 1 verse 5. Yes, sir. You want uh, Pastor Smith or you want me? Either one. I'll, I'll speak to you. Um, I, I, this is a big statement, but um, I, I, I seen, I seen um, Trump's final farewell, and he has this on the My mother had me. My mother had me in church every Sabbath as I was growing up. Wow. Oh, so, so every Saturday, I believe, she said her mother says, Happy my mother had me in church on the Sabbath. I was taught to keep the commandments. I'm so thankful for what I have. Because some people don't have anything. Yeah, that was a good thing. Because um, a lot of people don't know mm. that the Sabbath is actually Saturday. Mm. He was actually blessed with someone that actually knew what the Sabbath day was. Oh, uh, Michael, how do you feel about Seventh-day Adventists? About what? Seventh-day Adventists. Seventh-day Adventists. The Adventists? Yeah, Seventh-day Adventist. Seventh-day Adventist. Oh, Brother Jesperson, you just read my mind. I wanted to ask this question because they do the Sabbath day on the Friday so, night yeah, so, to yeah. Saturday, not Saturday, uh, sound down. So, yeah, and they have... Yeah, go ahead. They have, seven, they have the children, they got Seventh-day Adventist that they go... Uh, well, that, go that, that, whole, that whole thing is garbage. They do practice something like... You got a lot of religions, a lot of religions that practice some good things that are actually in the Bible, but then their whole organization is off. You know what I'm saying? That's what Satan does. Satan gives you some truths and then to pull you in to their foolishness. Okay. You know, just like, you know what I'm saying? Just like you have a lot of these truthers out there. And a lot of these camps out there, they give you some truths, pull you in. But give Exactly. That's seven day advantage. That's that's right. all. That's garbage. You know what I'm saying? That, okay. That's, yeah, that's Jehovah yeah, Witness. Yeah, all yeah. Exactly. All that's garbage. That that's garbage for them having old ladies going from door to door, knocking on people's door. That ain't trick or treating. That ain't Halloween. <laughs> Marcy Trinity says, so Benjamin comes from Shem. Yes, Benjamin comes from Shem. Yeah, the West Indies, the West Indies. Actually, Jacob. Jacob comes from Shem. You don't want to, because Benjamin comes from Jacob. Mm -hmm. Jacob comes from Shem. Jacob is Israel. Who is Jacob? Actually, when I was um, doing a little studying before the class, uh, I came across um, when um, Jacob was wrestling that uh, angel 
and he said, bless me, bless me, and uh, the angel said, you will be Isaac, or not Isaac, um, Israel, Jacob still kept his name. Wow. He just had a, he had just, uh, he was blessed with a nation, and that nation was Israel. Jacob is still a person. The Mo- that's the Moabites. They, they uh, out of incest. They was created out of incest. They, you know, saying that's why they look like that. to that on tomorrow's Israelite Truth Show about the, how you be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, even if, even though we are in captivity, you can be perfect. I'll be going into that. That's tomorrow on tomorrow's um, Israelite Truth Show. Tomorrow at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Alright, let me refresh. Uh, any last minute questions or comments because we are hitting the hour mark and I'm gonna have to have uh, Pastor pray out soon so uh, make sure you get your question comments this was a fun lesson thank you brother Jefferson I appreciate that amen Benjamin Thank you, Brother Israel. I've learned something from both of your sessions, so I just want to let you know you've done a really great job. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes, I like you the did. feedback. It's, it was pretty good. Yeah. Actually, 
actually learned uh, all right, all right. something myself studying for this lesson. <laughs> so we all learned something, mm-hmm. including the teacher. Very humble. I, it, it honestly came naturally to me. It was always in me to be humble. Okay, brother Andre, give it one more sweep over there on ninety zero point one. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Um, uh, uh, Carl Harvey says, Watchtower think they the one keeping the Sabbath one was trying to get me to come to their church. That Watchtower, that's that's garbage. You know what I'm saying? I never got into that Watchtower. Even, you know what I'm saying, when I was in the chain gang, the Watchtowers came through giving me that little pamphlet. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was free, they still came through and tried to get. I never and I never could understand a small Bible. It's so the writing is so small. It just the whole thing is garbage. Not only that, I actually did study with Watchtower a few times, and just the concept, I I can't I can't wrap my head around it. I literally cannot wrap my head around it, like how they think. I can't. If you if you do your research on the founder of the Watchtower and and um why they allowed him to create that religion, it was actually to fund the war. That's why it was created. Forgot the guy's wow. name, but that's why the the guy they they uh America Amer- the your government is the one that uh allowed him to create that, and he just kept it going. I got a question for you guys. What's up? Okay, now this is a question I I have yet to even ask anybody else. It's just uh, uh, a pretty much a, a runoff just in my compound thoughts. Now, okay, so we know about the Rothschilds. We know about the Rockefellers. We know about how, you know, the diamond, um, you know, and diamonds just in per se was taking over, you know, money in general, just how England was able to do how they did, right? And we know how the sinking of the Lusitania was the start of the war, right? So my question is, is that if the Rockefellers made money off of sending, again, Americans into war, they already knew what's going to wrong. Do you think that in this time frame that they're going to try to do the same thing or history is going to repeat itself? I'm going to sum all of that up. You got to understand the Rockefellers, the Rothschild just means red child. That's what Roth means. Roth mm-hmm. means red. So red child. That's Esau. Esau was the red child. And Esau, mm-hmm. blessed, was the thing that you see Esau with today. So we can't fight against that. They're going to do what they are going to do. Our power is the most high. And if you want money, you should cry for favor because with favor it will you will have everything that you want without having money 
that Favorite. goes back to what I was, what we were talking about before we started this uh, uh, class. Um, oh, yeah. I probably with, I'm talking to Brother Jamal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, exactly what I was talking about before the class started. Favor. Being rich with favor. Because you know, you, you know it's going to come. And you have the right power for it to come. And you're, you're, you're following along as you should. And keeping the commandments and doing the laws. You're going to have that favor and you won't need to. Just like how, you know, they're succeeding in uh, having a war that is wrong for the wrong. You succeed in whatever you're trying to prosper at. Okay. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Favor is what hit Moses right up under his enemy nose. Moses was sitting at the dinner table right with his enemy, eating with his enemy. His enemy was burping. That's what favor gets you. Favor gets you to be the prince of Egypt. And you a Hebrew. Right. So. Favor is what allows us to stay running on air without being completely taken down. There you go. Favor is being able to speak this truth and it fall on people and open their eyes as we're speaking it and them coming into the truth themselves. That's favor. That's our goal. And it happens every day. Yeah. That is. Yeah, you guys, y'all definitely do a great job at doing everything, you know, as, uh, you know, some, some people are, are strong enough, you know, or don't have the mind frame, the mental mind frame to even keep it going, you know, as long as you know you guys have. So, um, yeah, definitely shout out to y'all, everybody that's listening. Hopefully, um, y'all take something from it every day. Because we and continue to um, build. Um, I actually, this is the first time ever in a long time I've actually even seen a group where, you know, there's the rules are set, you know, it's standard, you know, we come in, we listen, we do the homework, and then we get to work and then come back and, you know, reconvene. It's simple because that's exactly what this is meant to be. It's supposed to be a ministry. That's exactly what was going on when we had our own uh, civilization without the influence. We had our own schools. We did, and this is exactly what they did. They taught the word. People moved on with their lives, applying the word to their life. They accomplished what they needed to accomplish, fell asleep, woke up, learned the word, did it all over again. These commandments are simple. The laws are simple. The Bible is simple. And we can just follow those simple steps. We can also be blessed too. In the midst of a famine, we are the ones that are surviving. That's blessed right there. That's favor right there. It is. And look, I can, you know, just to attest to you know, that testimony, um, I, again, like I was talking about how my rent, you know, is almost close to a thousand. I'm living in a time frame where I've actually been more comfortable with my entrepreneur endeavors than actually way ever before in this time period. 
like there was more struggle when you know when both of us you know two you know both of us had jobs and we was just on a daily grind and actually right now and it's a way worse time and that's favorite yeah to just based off of knowledge you know when i just decided to just you know stop ignoring you know the you know the, the truth and just you know decided that I, okay obviously i'm not where i want to be at and then just applying the stuff that y'all say you know to apply that's when it all clicked for that's what that's exactly what the ministry is meant for we are here yeah. for people our people to succeed we're here to raise up our people and it's working as long as you, you connect are a perfect you are a perfect example of that as long as we are connected to our power source we obtain power when we Amen. when we started going after these other gods and doing these things that these heathens do our power has been cut off Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That's why I was saying that's why I was saying guys, oh man, if you guys were like one of the bigger I'm not saying that it won't ever be. I'm just saying there's you know, I I'm, I know how you guys are with technology and you know, there's just some mm-hmm. other type of you know, some things out here that's going on that would just allow you guys, his voices, you know, to be amplified more because I feel like you guys kind of do need to speak to a generation that is a lot more younger than a lot of people, a lot of people that is in this room. And I, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, the we move when the Most High God elevate us. So, you know what I'm saying? We are comfortable, right? What we're doing now. And then the Most High God will open up a door. Then we'll walk right through that door, and we'll be on that level. But we got wow. to, we got to, you know, saying stay. Like when I first started, I was on the street, just a Bible and the camera. I was comfortable with that. Then the Most High God just opened the door. I walked right through it, and it's like levels to it. You just, you, you know, what I'm saying you do the work. For so long on one level, then you see the most I gotta open the door, you can walk right through it, and it'll be dropped right into your lap. You don't have to you don't have to do nothing, you don't have to, you know what I'm saying, raise this for this or nothing. It just open up. Just like that. Drop right in your lap. Amen. 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 That's powerful. But uh brother Israel, um, Check the uh, 90.1 one more time, and then I got to pray out so we can drop this on the podcast. Don't forget, stay tuned for tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. for the Israelite Truth Show right here. We're going into perfect. How to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of people that say, a lot of people say, oh, ain't nobody perfect. Yeah. If we're sinning, we, we have, ain't perfect. Uh... Deacon Lakey Anderson. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, lead, 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 lead that idiot. No. Let, let that. We, we ain't gonna. We ain't even gonna uh, mention 
his name. <laughs> Shay Renee says, uh, Pastor, why did the Most High God choose us to lead the world? Because we are that light. Because we are the ones that are hated. You know what I'm saying? When you are hated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You people, you have something to say. You know what I'm saying? When you are hated, you stick out like a sore thumb. So, use that light to speak. You know what I'm saying? The same hate they coming at you, speak. Speak it out to them. Amen. That's how that is, Sister Shay. Uh, do, do, do. I think that's all because it was just uh, okay. Mr. Mr. I follow female pastors. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. He that he he needs <laughs> he needs for his light to go off. Oh, wait a minute, I forgot he never had a light. <laughs> you can't have a light. Under yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to say, you let him have it, and every time you do, I I just about have tears rolling down my face. I mean, sometimes it's the light of the day. I'm like, either let him have it again. <laughs> yeah, that's that boy. He, he just needs to grow up. So, Pastor, tomorrow you're gonna explain how we can be perfect. Oh yes, yes, that's coming up. That's uh, tomorrow at seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Edge of Light True Show right here. Uh, we oh. oh, and matter of fact, uh, you're going to be reading Sister Chantel. Oh. So, yes, okay. so you'll be edified. Okay. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. All right, let me go ahead and pray out so that we can drop this on a podcast. Father Lord, in the name of Yeshia, you said anything that we ask of you and your son Yeshia's name that you will do, Father Lord. Father Lord, we ask that you, everybody at the sound of my voice, you know their needs, Father Lord. So we ask that you fulfill their needs according to your riches and glory, Father Lord. You know their health and their bodies. We ask that you heal them according to your riches and glory, Father Lord. We ask that you guide them, show them the way. In the name of your child, we pray. Amen. Amen. Till next time, stay tuned tomorrow. A higher bless you all. I bless you. Good.